Welcome to HPC News Bites, a weekly show about important news in the world of supercomputing, AI, and other advanced technologies. Hey, Shaheen. Great to be with you for our second episode of the At HPC Podcast News Bites. Let's start off with SC23 on July 12th, announced that registration is open. The show this year will be in Denver, which for myself is one of my favorite locales for that conference. I love being there. Going to start Sunday, November 12th and end Friday the 17th. And that's the week before Thanksgiving, as it always is. Be ready for high altitude in Denver. The tagline for SC23 is, I am HPC. If you've listened to episode 41 of the Ad HPC podcast, we covered the full list. I am really looking forward to the top 500. I'm hoping that Aurora will get its stay in the sun. Yeah. And like last year, I'm also very interested in CXL plus PCIe and specialized AI chips. Promising to be a great event. Absolutely. Our next news item, it's export control, and especially into China. We've talked about all of the geopolitics and technopolitics of our times. It continues to impact high-end chips, forcing vendors to create a lower performance SKU for the Chinese market. NVIDIA already did that with the A100, which they aptly renamed A800 for that particular version. Intel has just done so with Habana Gaudi 2 AI chip. Intel bought Habana for some $2 billion in 2019, and Gaudi 2 is a NVIDIA A100 class chip. You wonder how that passes muster with the federal government, but I guess China can expect to be one or two generations behind on chip technology for the foreseeable future. Okay, why don't we move on to the Red Hat story? Certainly one of the biggest stories impacting HPC these days. And this was all set off on June 29th when Red Hat announced that they were changing the access rules for Red Hat Enterprise Linux. And this has set off a lot of response from Alma Linux, Oracle CIQ, SUSE, among others. We had what I thought was a notably good at HPC podcast episode last week with Joe Landman. I thought his comments were really insightful. We encourage everybody to check out that episode. Definitely do that. The real issue here, what really is the watershed event, seems to be the right to redistribute software that is upstream versus downstream. Mm. And it seems like Red Hat says upstream software is fair game. It's all out there. Go package your own. But downstream software is not okay because that's all of our value add and we'd like to keep that. That really is a revelation for me based on the news that I was reading that I hadn't quite grokked. So the next topic is Chiplet Cloud. This is a proposed architecture by folks at the University of Washington and University of Sydney. Bottom line, it's a massive scale-out system based on very small chips that provide just the capability you need for AI inference and not much else with enough memory to load the whole model and prevent what you might want to call paging. I don't like the name of it, but I think it's a catchy name that probably is getting attention for them. So this is not cloud computing per se. It's a different form of the use of the word cloud. Am I right? That is the way I see it. Interesting. Yeah. In this whole phenomenon of generative AI, large language models, this could be a new approach for optimizing inference within those compute environments. These inference models are pretty compute intensive. You're not going to go get 200,000 A100s or H100s. You need a different path. Need being the mother of invention, this is the way to do it. All right. The company Quantinuum, of note, the CEO of Quantinuum is Raj Hazra, who is certainly well-known in the HPC community. 
Quantinuum announced they were the first company to simulate a molecule by implementing a fault-tolerant algorithm on a quantum processor using logical qubits. So please sort this out for us. Well, first of all, kudos to Quantinium. Just as a reminder, this was a merger of Honeywell Quantum Systems with Cambridge Quantum Computing that led to Quantinium a couple of years ago. They have a system that is especially good at fidelity and can do a lot with few qubits. These error-managed systems are emerging as a way of getting some useful work out of existing quantum computers. I want to encourage our listeners to go listen to the Ad HPC podcast with Bob Sorensen a couple of episodes ago. Now, we always expected that small quantum chemistry or quantum physics apps to be the first in line to show real advantage for real apps. And this is an example of that. It's a very small system, but it's pretty real. That said, the quantum computing space is still at its infancy and is still very much open to different modalities, as they say in the trade. Gene, fun to be with you again, and we'll talk again next week. HPC News Bytes is a production of Orion X in association with Inside HPC. Shaheen Khan and Doug Black host the show. Every episode is featured on InsideHPC.com and posted on OrionX.net. Thank you for listening.